In the midst of darkness, light persists. Hello, welcome to the Gandhi Show podcast. I'm TJ Alreno. With me is Lens Weiss. Hola, buenavenidos. And Brendan Fitzgibbon. It's November. Woo! Okay. Yep, and this is Tell Me Something Good, uh, the Gandhi Show podcast. Today we have a very funny uh, comedian, actress, and friend who's very amazing, Abby Crutchfield. Okay. Abby Crutchfield. Hello, baby children. Hello, baby <laughs> children. <laughs> um, thanks for having you. me, guys. Yeah, Never heard you talk like that before. That <laughs> That's <was> awesome. my <laughs> real voice. <laughs> I what have if never once... Whole- what if your whole life was a character? Yeah. Like, you, this you, this is the character right now you actually are, and that was your real voice. And this is how I really am. Yeah. It's good God, to be, be here. Exhausting. You think anyone actually does that? Yeah, man. Think about all those people that have, like, several wives hidden throughout the... the wow. Because they take on different personas, right? They, they must. Yeah. Wow. Having several wives? Jeez, I can't even handle one because they're annoying. Am I right? Oh, oh. TJ, that can't be right. You haven't <laughs> a girlfriend since 03. Um, <laughs> all right, so Abby is a... Brennan and I have known Abby for many years. Way back. Yeah, that's right. We do go back. Actually, teachers made me think it would be funny if someone was afraid to get divorced because they were afraid of spending money. So they don't want to get married because they're afraid divorce is going to be so costly. Can you imagine? Yeah, we I have do that. a uh, we have a mutual wedding. comic friend. I won't say his name. Who has a joke that said he had to take a credit card out for his divorce? Oh dear! <laughs> yeah, insult to injury. So yeah, oh me, Lance, God. Brendan go way back, and me, TJ, TJ, you and I go way back. Yeah, we go. Yeah, we go back. But back to the improv days, mm-hmm. the jams. That's right. And then Lance and Brendan, I think, was stand up, right? Yeah. Yes. No, no, Lance, I think. Yes, open mics, but also you ca- you crashed on the couch of my now husband, yeah. but then side piece. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we talked about the that a little bit when Luke he was on. The side piece is hilarious. <laughs> it is. Especially oh. back then, because he had really long trucker hair and mutton chops. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, always thought, I was just telling him how my first memory of him is that with that long hair and that Dumb and Dumber shirt he wore all the time, dude. <laughs> That's Constantly great. wore that shirt. <laughs> yeah. so, All right, so you're you're from Indiana. Yes. And um, you you currently you do you do stand up and you have you do uh, when I think of you I think of characters because there aren't a lot of stand ups maybe who do characters as much. Maybe and, not. And you and it's like a unique thing that you do characters. I feel like. Thanks. I like to do In that. In addition to stand up. I like to do stand up. I like to do characters. I like to do internet, which is essentially just comedy in yeah. different forms oh, yeah. on social Abby platforms. Twitter. Yeah. Anytime curly, curly comedy. Curly comedy. Curly Anytime comedy. Abby retweets anything I do, I immediately get a spike. So you, you know, get a new no, family member out of the woodwork. So no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a plug. It is. Well, I have no signal, so um, yeah. I and I also, you know, I did improv back in the day and sketch a lot of sketch, which is where the characters came from. And I guess that's. I like to write short form jokes and I'm trying to get more into what I what I see myself as is a writer of other things but I don't write the other things yet mm. one thing I want to ask you and I actually always wanted to ask you was how come you do like Twitter so much what about Twitter that you like a lot about what do it? I love yeah I have fun there you do love it right it yeah, yeah, like yeah. I enjoy it. it and that's why I try to get people to be excited about it the people's improv theater has me teach a class called tweet yourself and yourself. it's coming back up Ooh. again December 16th 7 o'clock to 10 o'clock and what it's what I try to do is just get my fellow come Com- comedy writers excited about using any social platform but I mean mine is Twitter the one I love is Twitter so I try to get them to like get their activity up their engagement up but also you know their content and be happy about sharing their material out into the world and kind of like find their voice 
also get to know the community and how the community kind of communicates so that you can find your place in it and build your followers because eventually you know we don't have the tonight show anymore to like be seen yeah. once and then have exposure and get draw so really the social media is the one of the better ways to try to build your audience now well yeah what about twitter do you like though what makes that specific for you that you love oh as opposed well i really what about what i like about it over instagram or vine is that I get to flex my writing skills, but really all three for me are the same in that I get to kind of just walk through my daily life, have an idea, share it immediately, and get feedback on it. Especially Twitter, like topical stuff is really important. Yeah. I like evergreen comedy better, but at least I can get my topical stuff out mm. and connect with people who have similar ideas. So I don't know. What I like yeah. about it is that it's immediate gratification. Have cool. you ever had... Likes? Have you ever had a horrible Twitter experience? Like, if you write something <laughs> and someone's gate. like... TJ is always gates. like, okay, well, when because every did your time life go off? Well, like, every time I would use the Twitter, like, mm-hmm. uh, no one ever retweets it or likes it, and then sometimes I get private messages that are like, you're terrible, kill yourself. And it's from, like, <laughs> B... B, you really B have? fits or something like that? The name is, like, B fits oh, or something? So <laughs> oh, I would never pay attention to a troll like that. Underscore. Oh, B underscore fits. Bren under yeah. Is that who is that? Why is it so hard to remember Brendan's handle? Why didn't you just get an easy handle? Because it wasn't. It was by the time I joined Twitter. Yeah, Twitter wasn't a thing then. It was like ah, another site you got to join. You don't know what's going to take off. That's the thing. This is true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why you got to go where you're comfortable. I joined Twitter. The world is crazy. Like remember, like literally seven, eight years ago, my like it was all about your MySpace number. Now that number means absolutely zero. Yeah. You know what I mean. And now it's all about Twitter numbers. And even that's starting to die. It's, you can't, I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's more like those are just ways for you to flex your muscles. And that's the whole point. Twitter's a tool for me. It's not like a destination. And I don't look at followers as dollars or anything. Yeah. But it can, it's networking. It can lead to work. It's yeah. really just preparing your, your comedy mind and stuff. But I mean, a recent, I had a recent lull. Like I was, wasn't getting any kind of engagement based on what I was saying. And I couldn't figure it out. And that sucked. You, the settings were set off. You're like, yeah. oh, the settings. <laughs> Everybody wow. muted me, I yeah, think, yeah, is what yeah, happened. Yeah. Um, or my stuff just wasn't funny for a, really, like, for a uh, month. I know how that feels. It was just like radio <laughs> silence. But, uh, you know, then you just change it up and you try to do something different. So yeah. that's what I, that's Can what you I tell send, people. Am I allowed to send nude pictures over Twitter? Because I've tried, but they don't go through. I, yeah, I get assaulted by this uh, trans person I follow who always posts like pornographic photos of herself doing things to other people. And it's just like, Jesus. I finally met direct messenger. I was like, how do you get away with posting yeah. nude? I saw that that one a yeah. porn star I was following. Oh, that's which, typical. Uh, what? <laughs> I wanted to just bag. one of the ones good he was friend, following. Good friend. It was one, yeah, and I met her at a convention. But she would have pictures of her like blowing dudes. Yeah, and, and I was on Twitter. I was like, oh, I don't. Think I don't Twitter, know. You could, I think you're allowed to do that. Yeah, I think Instagram. You can't. They just can't catch stuff. everybody. So maybe if, yeah. you, if enough people report it as spam. Yeah, yeah but she's like a huge porn star. There's no way. Yeah, if she's a celebrity, then I can't imagine that they would police that. Oh, here's a question I just thought of. Do you think we'll live in a time when like someone could will their followers to their kids? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, oh, wow. Wow. Oh. To TJ. That makes me, thing? I don't even know what to feel about that. <laughs> I Very shall will or, or kids plotting against each other just to inherit their parents' followers. Shall but you take over the handle. I give my handle yeah. to... Yeah, exactly. The password oh. to my account. Well, dude, think about the power. It's power, yeah. It's, if you got 13 million followers that's definite power 
Why don't more hackers just take over people's Twitter accounts? That's, That's very interesting. Know. Why Here's don't they? The thought I had too was about um, dogs, mm-hmm. like uh, Instagram celebrity dogs. It's like if you see that dog like getting old, do they just quietly substitute? They must a newer one. It's like Lassie. And they have they to just, hire. Yeah, you gotta just keep it rolling, in. bro. It's like always. It's always been Doug the pug. My dad did that with a goldfish. Wow. We had. Then he replaced it. I had a goldfish last like 15 years. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. When did you find out that they've huh? been lying to you? Uh, I think two years ago. <laughs> it was during a Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> TJ, it's weird that... You were trying to write Guinness Book of World Records for the longest living goldfish. Can't you just like, feel the sadness coming from TJ? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I gained seven pounds this week. Really? Yeah. Wow. It looks like nine. Explains why he's holding a dead fish in his hand. <laughs> Boom. Like that animal like a dead fish. All right, so let's talk a little more about Abby. This podcast is about turning uh, negatives into positives. Hi, everybody. Or how to keep like a positive vibe. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. You're in you're in show business. You were on a show recently, right? At People.com. Mm-hmm. You were a host of a show, a daily show there. Yeah. Uh, just in general, uh, how do you like? How do you go through the ups and downs with this business? Like when you have s- some bad things, it's it's inevitable, right? You're in this business. A lot of good things can happen, but but it's rejection. It. Well, how do you how do you get yourself? Lance is yet to have a bad day though. So let's just <laughs> keep those. Yeah. Well, caveat. some people are blessed, like Lance. Uh, yeah, I worked on People Now. It's a show that streams live daily at 8.30 on People.com. And I was a co-host with uh, Jeremy Parsons. And we would interview celebrities and we would cover headlines and, and the live streaming portion. And then throughout the day, we would we would record you know material for the next day, like the re- interviews, for example. And um, we had to get there at 6 a.m., which for me, living in Brooklyn, meant I had to wake up at 4 a.m. Oh, just, that's to, wild. just to leave Jeez, by 5. Like you're fishing. It was... <laughs> <laughs> that's all you in the train. It was as if I was a fisherman. That's the yeah. first funny thing TJ's ever said on our podcast. <laughs> that is Thanks, hilarious. Man. Thanks, man. Like a fisherman. Thanks, man. Every day I would wake up and get on the train with a bunch of fishermen. <laughs> And um, yeah, it was it was scary to leave my house at night in the dark That's because wild, there yeah. would be prostitutes on my block finishing their job. I feel like for real. I, yeah, I felt like they were looking at me like, "Get out of the way! We're trying to work." I like, mean, they are. Dude, I, wow. They were. I mean, one day this this car like but was your honking. neighborhood is like nice, right? It's Gowanus. I mean, it's yeah. got a polluted canal, but it's it was just five a.m. Every neighborhood's weird at five a.m. or four a.m. They think you're working the day shift. Well, yeah. So I would <laughs> I was walking to my job, and then this car was like this woman the a prostitute was walking next to me but kind of at a hurried pace a little ahead of they me they always walk fast and this car was honking at her with his window down like come on <laughs> and she goes she looks at me and points at me and she goes not now and I'm like don't let wow. me get in the way of your own business I'm not a cop wow. but whatever maybe I saved her from an STD that day but wow. that was a little tiny thing on top of just the yeah. actual grind of the job so I think for that's a it, lot dude that's tough dude when you're tired when you're already challenges. like day four of the week and it's Thursday and you're already exhausted and you got to deal and it's cold and you got to deal with that I sacrificed a lot of stand up comedy because as you know that happens later at night and I couldn't really push anything past 9pm or I would be wrecked for the next day and, That's hard, And man. that was tough. And then... Um, yeah, but you're making money in that show. There's so... It, stand up in, in New York. You're not making money. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, right. Yeah, you shouldn't... Well, it really depends. I think with stand up in New York, no, you're not going to make money in the first several years or whatever and not income. You can make some money here and yeah, there. Yeah, 50 but bucks here. You have to be in it for the long haul yeah. with stand up. Mm-hmm. I really wouldn't have... 
I did still do stand up, but mm-hmm. a lot of people in the scene just were like, yeah. "We thought you quit." So I think, <laughs> I think, um, I think, yeah, I, I, I missed that, but I still liked what I was gaining, which was learning how to read a prompter and learn how to interview people. Yeah, you're making money. You do like because stand up, you can do it until you die, literally until you're 95 and you die. You can just keep doing. It. So it's like even if you take three years off and you shoot a TV show, like I might, I would do that. Of course, yeah. you're making money. You're on TV. It's like then when you come back to stand up, you can do whatever you want. Can you imagine doing it till you're 95 and never getting good? So sad. I've seen some of those people. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I've been to some of those mics. Oh yeah, it's I've been tough. to that show. <laughs> Tonight's show. So anyway, yeah, that job was not. It was hard for a lot of different reasons, but it wasn't the kind of thing. I mean, I eventually did leave it. Yeah. So I, I guess I quit, but but it's not something I quit prematurely. I put in my time there. Sure. You were well, there for like a year, right? A year and a half. Wow, a year and a half of that schedule. How was it? Um, Holy hell. To change, <laughs> holy hell, it's such a great word. To change gears, uh, yeah. how is it? When grow, so growing up in Indiana, do you yeah. have brothers and sisters? Brothers and sissies? I had a, a sister, have a sister. Oh, Jesus. She's still with us. All right. And I had two half brothers, but I didn't really know them until I was an adult. So when I grew up in Indiana. Sounds I like dad was the man. I had my sister. Fuck yeah. Yeah, my dad could be your dad out there, America. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not grow up with your daddy? Or mom, He was in right? town. He was in town, but he just wasn't with my mom, so. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I never but, uh, He was a man about town. <laughs> he was man. a man about town. <laughs> a man about town. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that hooker was like your sister-in-law and she was like I don't want my sister to see me getting in the car it was so funny because I would grow up resentful of him not being there watching the Cosby show being like I wish my dad was more like Bill Cosby and now that that man's in a lot of trouble what you wish for I know that man's a lot of trouble with those women that are I was recently at all those lying women a party. I wanted to go around, and then when people asked me what I did, I was going to say I uh, tweet. I'm a, I run Bill Cosby's Twitter account. <laughs> 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 I'm just in charge of all of the tweets. Going you really could account. just name drop a yeah. lot of celebrities. They uh, all have. Yeah. Though many of them have assistants running their Twitter, so you oh, could be like, point, yeah. I single handedly run the Twitter accounts of and just yeah, list funny. Judge like Judy, oh, William, Judy. one yeah, William right. S. Cosby, <laughs> <laughs> William. Uh-huh. Uh, so so you, anyway, so your your dad was a man about town, and right? 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 Mom your, did all the heavy lifting of raising us, and your, you didn't meet your step, your half, half, half brothers, uh huh, until I was a grown up. Wow. And did cool. you know about them when you were a kid? Yeah, of course. We all knew about each other, but, but just you never. I guess you were just like, oh, let's not go over there. Well, when you're raised in a, let me just. I think this is true. I'll say it for me. When you're raised as a product of an affair, there is like this unspoken shame about it that you don't just go out and broadcast it. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. What? You were raised as, so you're the byproduct. Man about town. You're the byproduct. So like, what? so he was married or had it, was he married? Yeah. He slept with your mom. Right. You were born. True. And, and then, your sister. And then. My yeah. sister was first, yeah. And your mom was not married to your father. He was just like. Oh my god Correct. That's super interesting It's different Oh now we're talking TJ smells the sadness smell that that It's like blood in the water I'm like You're a sadist Well you just don't bring it up Yeah this is not the kind of This isn't the way you talk about your parents When you're young growing up True. You know at yeah. school or wherever And so What was your question Did we know about each other We did but it wasn't like I just assumed They didn't want to get to know me And yeah, they because. were Teenagers in their college years Or whatever When yeah. I was around My dad's a bit older than my mom Wow And so It was just I really just reached out to them because I had a college play and I was and my dad said, hey, your brother lives in town near where you go to school. So why don't you call him? Here's his number. So I did. It was like, why not? And wow. and, then, and then they came and then we've been in touch ever since. So. And it's, oh, it was wow. good. Also, it actually. So, yeah, that's a huge. Do you feel less mm-hmm. close to them? 
Obviously you do because you didn't spend as much time, but do you think there is, if you do have a half-brother, is it less of a biological bond? Or do you feel like still like they're family? I think it's cool. I think the night that we had dinner the first time, they, like, I'm lactose intolerant. I'm the only one in my family that is. But at that dinner table, they all brought out lactate at the same time that I did. And it was kind of uh, like, family. <laughs> so there are there are ways that you can tell you're related to people. And that wow. kind of feels like a, a void is being filled to a degree. But all relationships take work. And, you know, this, these the ones I have with my brothers, there's no different. And, you know, if you start to slack and miss out on big life events, then you start to feel a little bit more distant or whatever. But I, I don't think, um, we're definitely not close enough that I would fight with them, but I think that's, yeah. that's a good thing have you had, for have, most people. I think that is good. Have you, um, but have you but like, I care a lot about them and I'm really glad to have them in my life. So have were you, you always like, cool with your dad? Are you cool-ist yeah. with your dad now or before? How's that progressed? Yeah, I think I've let go. I've forgiven him of a lot of stuff that was difficult as a kid, but I don't feel... Um, you know we, we're not that close but we're friendly we're very very friendly and yeah. I do love him a lot it's just like I don't I, I think I'll talk to him about the weather professional yeah. stuff what I ate that day and that's about it <laughs> many problems I'm having I'm not gonna begin that's to go funny. there yeah it is interesting though you can you can have a relationship like that like I have a similar relationship with my dad but it's great because I know that that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And but just, he raised you, right? Yeah. So you know him well. But it's also like, my dad would never say he loved me, but I know he does. But you just, you just, expectations wow. and things that you can like glean, like you can get from other people, glean from other people. It's like, you, you can't, you can't expect everything from everyone. So it's kind of an interesting lesson, I think. Yeah. Dealing with that, with treating parents as their own people and not these people that owe you a bunch of stuff takes time to break away. Well, how about the realization that they're not perfect? And yeah, that, that too. I mean, God, that is a huge yeah. ass My mom will still tell me she's awakening. perfect. She's like, I'm right. I'm always right. I'm perfect and I'm right. I'm like, you're not in this one. You're not. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're not, Mom. That's All right. right. Well, we'll debate it My later. My mom thinks she's right too. But that's Heavy, now, did you? Did your dad ever, did you ever sit and have a conversation with your dad about the whole situation? Like, hey, what happened? Or like, how did you feel about it? Was yeah, it- there was a hard moment where I was getting married and my mom gave me an ultimatum and like when I was growing up, by the way, after their breakup, he was the devil to her. And oh, so yeah. she, she she just didn't care to think about him, talk about him, be around him. Yeah. So that I always could reach out to him and call him and hang with him if I wanted to, if he was free. And so when I was an adult and getting married and she told me, I don't, you can pick who you want at your wedding, but we're not both going to be there. Wow. I picked her. Um, obviously, she raised me. And oh, my God. I, 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 was, wore a I was a little annoyed by that. Yeah, I wish that they, they could have both come and then just never looked at each other or talked yeah. to each other. But instead, Man. I called him. And when, because he knew that I was getting married, I, I happily told him I was getting married. But once I actually had a date, I called him. I'm like, hey. So we did finally set a date. And he's like, great. When is it? And I said, actually. Oh, man. I'm, I'm would like... I don't know. I, I told him, yeah. like, mom asked me not to bring you, and I'm going to make that choice to not have you come. And he goes, I understand. Um, and he officially apologized for, like, the way things were growing up, which was really rare. What are we talking? Six years ago now? He's now in his 80s, and, and I wouldn't say senility is setting in, but yeah. the older you get, the less you want to talk about real stuff yeah. with people. So that was probably my one window of opportunity to have a genuine conversation with him about difficult things. And he, you know, he owned up to it. 
to a degree. And that, that did he say anything like where, was go. was he? So it wasn't. I know this is uh, like this is. He wants it's to so, feel the burn. Yeah, was it? Yeah, <laughs> I need to know what it's like to feel something. Did I cuss him out? Did you cuss him? No, was it like it, just in a nutshell? Was it like was him and his wife at the time separated, and then he dated your mom, or it was a legit like he was still together and he was cheating, and then that happened? No, I think he got married to his wife in the fifties, and then met my mom in the eighties. So he and his wife uh, had a long relationship and uh, raised okay. kids, and you know, my heart goes out to her too. But they've they've been together this whole time, so I assume they've either dealt with it or it made okay. peace are you cool, with it. Or are you not. cool with her? Yes, I, I, I care about her, and, and she's always huh. treated us as, you know, hello, who is it? Okay, I'll go get your father oh, one wow, moment. Yeah. Like, you know, there's that. Wait, but what oh, about, I, I'm interested, actually, in this this one in, in your mom. What do you think about the fact that she is still, is she still holding on to this? Oh, I'm sure at some degree it, it bothers her that life went down this way, but I think, um, no, so she's made that, a lot of steps to move forward. Yeah, the idea that she made you pick... Oh, that? No, I don't think she'll ever regret that. <laughs> wow, that's funny. I mean, okay. I don't think she knew how I felt about it. I think at the time, any anything that was happening, she, first of all, she wasn't ready to like let me get married. She she didn't want me to leave the nest. I think it meant a lot of weird stuff to her, uh-huh. like this trio of two, two kids that she raised by herself breaking off. Like She just put Luke through a lot of yeah, that's tough, man. hoops, I think. And I don't know that she looks at it that way, but I think she in her mind, she just really cared what was going to happen to her daughter if her daughter got married. So... And we don't really revisit the wedding because I know that she was grieving the loss of my grandma and she just replays it in her mind as a time where she needed a lot of love and support and just, I don't, I've given up on talking to her from my point of view. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, that. that makes sense for sure. That's cool. Jeez. Man, that's Whatever. a tough upbringing. I didn't realize all that about you. No, I can't believe I've never brought that up. Like You've you. said no, some stuff on stage, but nothing yeah. like this in depth. Well, yeah. It's not funny. You can, you can make it. Yeah, it's, it's a little funny. You can make it a little it's, funny. It's very unusual, and it's um, it's something that you have to. It's not, it's not do you find a positive in in that experience? What what if there's yeah. a, you know now that you're a little older maybe do yeah. you see a positive in this? TJ, in case listeners, you want to know, TJ just made the A OK sign like to we're lance. getting somewhere. Let's get to. The, so it's called I, get too positive. positive. What's the, the positive? Because that's a tough that's a tough upbringing. It's, it's unique. It's it's hard. There's a lot of people involved. A lot of feelings. A lot of different. You know. Sure, sure, sure. And a lot of weird scenarios that are hard to explain. Like. My memories of my dad are, you know, like um, he would take me and my sister out for dinner and take us to the toy store and, you know, we pick out a Barbie. Your sister's another man's. No, my sister is my dad's daughter. My, dad mom, had- my mom, I think at the time in the 1980s was hoping for... So she had two kids with this guy. Yeah, him to marry wow. her. And maybe okay. this was this a sign that his relationship was falling wow. apart. But that was not, so for, interesting. That was not his agenda. How far That's amazing. We're about a year and a half. This guy's a hero. Yeah. <laughs> he knew what he wanted, Lance. He knew what he wanted and he so went... You guys are a year wow, and this guy. He's you great. Are, <laughs> you guys are a year and a half. So probably what happened was when she got pregnant with you and, had, and gave and had you... Like my parents had uh, my brother like right away, so you guys are almost like no, not a year and a half, I guess. Yeah, more I about just, TJ. No, no, no. I'm trying to figure out because it's it's like it's like I wonder if the, if it happened if she like if if your mom was like, well, if I get two kids with this guy, like he'll leave his wife. You mean it's I don't hard? Know. It it's hard big, to I'm, say. I mean, honestly, so like a blackmail. How situation. I came about in the world is is really hard to understand. Yeah. You know, from this perspective, but. 
the funny thing is, you know, my mom just refused to talk about it. And it's like, that's in the past. Let's leave it in the past. Wow. But I went to see my dad in, in a rehab facility for his um, recovery from a surgery. He yeah. had a hip replacement surgery. And he just went on this long diatribe that somehow included the time he met my mom. He was just like, you know, I've been to Hong Kong. It's a wonderful place. I traveled Jesus. the world. You have a sister out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's just like, you know, you're, you're probably wondering how I met your mother. Well, it happened this way. Wow. And the whole time I was just like really quiet and just letting him talk. It was this really long monologue, That's but it cool. included how I came about. But I'll tell you guys after the podcast because his version and her version have never been a hundred percent easy huh. for me to understand. And his, yeah. it's no different. It's just like his. He he paints a picture like your mom was a saucy lady and she was so feisty and I just wow. had to have her. And it's like who says that first yeah. of all? And then where's oh, your mom? Yuck! And then my mom's version is he's a monster. He preyed upon yeah. me. So oh, it's like it's, got, it's like this polarized view. Holy um, shit! But. So anyway, how I came about, I can tell you like what yeah. he said, but I'm not going to put it out in the airwaves. By the way, your dad just did sound like Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah, <he did. laughs> My dad is William H. Cosby. Oh, so. No, he's not. Um, but but I will say like what I I used to flash back to the times he would give us toys, right? Like that was our yeah. date with dad and think I had a happy childhood. I had many toys that I yeah. wanted. My dad was there and it was always a good time and we'd tell jokes. But as an adult, that's not parenting and that's not raising your kid yeah so i think um the positive of it is i can look back on it now and see it for what it was Mm -hmm. and be upset about it but also grieve it and also just kind of like know how it's gonna shape me and what i'll do differently if i have kids yada 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 and forgiving them is huge so the positive is just like i don't get to carry that with me for the rest of my life Uh i get to move on from it and become a fully formed adult that's not bogged down by too much of that drama interesting even though a lot of that drama shaped me and my anxiety and depression up to my 20s you know I still hold on to a lot of my family stuff. From well, here's my- the, I mean, I think that people, I, we've had this discussion before on this podcast, but I think like bad stuff's in your life to make you grow. And I think if you have the worse your, your stuff, the more opportunity I think you have to be grow. If you can go, if you, if can, you get, can go that if direction, if you can go there, if you can't, that's fine. But just know that like, that is a choice you can make. And that's yeah. a really hard thing to understand. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Some people do not feel like they have a choice. They're like this was done to me and this is why yeah. my life is hard. Yeah, this is just you go two directions. Of life. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you go two directions. You go either. I'm, I'm going to, you know, you can go drugs, alcohol, sex addiction. Yeah, that, is, you can go down yeah. that way. Or you or Sounds lazy, awesome. whatever. Or you can go the other way of like, no, I'm not going to let <laughs> this be the thing that, you know, does it. And then you could go the other way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But the other way is work and it takes a long, long it's time. It's hard. Yeah. It's not easy. So, yeah. It's hard, but, and it's it's not over, but I mean, it's, you know, I'm still, I'm still really fly. I'm like really cool person. Uh-huh. Yeah, super cool. Undeniably. Is, is your mom, what, what what's your background? Like, is your dad black and your mom is, what's your mom? Because you, yeah. you have a very interesting feature. You're very light skinned. God, he's so racist. I he's am so not. Racist. Eyes up here, TJ. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think my mom is? Uh, man, my dad is black, African American. My mom is white, Caucasian American. Okay. God, yeah, Bill Cosby from the Midwest, ah. and partially the southern west, the southern south of the United States. Yeah. My dad's family's from the south. My mom's from the Midwest, and I don't know enough stories to trace it outside of those regions. Are they? Oh, okay. Did you guys face a lot of racism, or not really? Uh, my mom was I discriminated against. I'm sure you did. Beginning with her own parents, I think her parents had an yeah. issue with having children of color. At least she alludes to it, but. Okay. They probably also had an issue with her dating out of her, like yeah. having Dude, a baby with someone out of wedlock. Also, I don't know. Like, you, also, they're at odds in general. It's just like a, a, a yeah. family that butts heads a lot anyway. So I think that, yeah, she lacked a lot of support growing up, and that was hard. It's Apparently, yeah. What? Although your story right. is actually 
bizarrely extremely close to Barack Obama's origin story. <laughs> it's actually very close. I feel like and it doesn't have culture. It doesn't have all the culture of his. It's he kind had, of the like, same thing though. And ancestry. Like, yeah, I just want Midwest. like in Germany somewhere or in Ghana somewhere to be a portrait in a castle <laughs> and it looks just like me. Oh, yeah. I, want, <laughs> I love that gag I in movies. See is your, is your middle name looking. Barry? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's interesting that you're dating Luke who's a, who's just a white dude. He is a white guy. And it's like even though usually well, date a white guy or well I guess there's many races but like but you she's would think mixed, maybe so it's like you, unless you dated another I guess you can date another mixed person but it's like, hard you gotta you gotta get it exactly the mix right yeah. the mom has to be white <laughs> the dad has to be black the right mix no I say it on stage like my my husband's white but don't think you have me figured out like oh you like white dudes yeah, yeah. it's like I like dudes that propose to me everybody <laughs> loves the NBA and he's the only one that did you know so um, <laughs> that's essentially but all that that's like a a, a condensed way of explaining that most people like find each other in proximity and Luke and I were in yes. the right place at the yeah. right time. We came up as buddies in this open mic scene in Indiana yes. after school. We had a similar economic background and upbringing. Well, upbringing, no, because um, his family was uh, religious and also both parents were home and siblings were there to raise the kids and all that. And mine was different. Mine was a single parent household. I think even politically on the political spectrum, our, our households were different. So we were we were different with upbringing, but the right. same with sensibility, yeah. same region, love the same junk food, love the same cartoons growing up, that kind of thing. And he has a big heart and he's a cool guy and we had professional interests. I honestly, he never thought he'd get married and I didn't think we would last long as friends in yeah. general, but <laughs> he's a really, you guys know him. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's the best. He, was on last, he was on two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. There you go. He's, he Call back. talks incessantly. Um, yeah, he does. Are, are, do you guys have any struggles? Like, because you're dating, it's an artist dating other artists, but mm-hmm. not only that, it's also a specific art dating of speci- the same exact, like comedian, comedian, actor. Right. You know, yeah. is there a competition? Like, when you do well or he does well, it's like, oh, fuck you? Or is I it think like in we're the a beginning, team? We've been a team for a long time now, yeah. but in the beginning, I specifically told him, like, don't come to comedy shows when I do. Sure. It was really important to me to stand out. A comic. as a comedian yep. that people knew and so whenever we were together and people were like oh you're Abby's boyfriend or oh yeah, you're you don't Luke's be that. girlfriend yeah. it would people piss me off me and Lance I'm like what yeah no. <laughs> you're Lance's wife and so <laughs> you are Lance's wife I'm not Lance's <laughs> so wife. when we were together Never. like at open mics I would be like split up act like you don't know me and that would hurt That's his feelings so but it was just yeah I was just trying to be really territorial like this is yeah I'm a comedian too but anyway no like the more stuff that we got, if we start sharing our finances, that would just be money coming into the yeah. house. If we get to do road gigs together, that's more money sure. coming in. Um, so, yeah. Well, I is think- there any ever slack where one of you is like maybe working more and maybe not necessarily succeeding more, but just like the other person's like not not even trying as like because there's got to be periods where someone's depressed, someone's not. And, and are they like, hey, you got to pick your shit up because like I've been working or for both. four months now. You know what it's more? It's more we're doing different things now. So. I got into commercials and auditions and, and, you know, on camera stuff before him. Yeah. And he got into road work before me. So he had an hour before me. Yeah. He would do these colleges and, you know, I do auditions. And so mm-hmm. I would be like, hey, you look a little nervous. Why don't you do this? And for the most part, we can take advice from each That's other. Good. But there would be a part where he'd be like, look, the reason you are nervous on stage is because, and I'd be like, hey, I do stand up. Yeah. Okay. Just because you've done it more times than mm-hmm. me. So we're not at the same level anymore professionally, but we're also... We, we have enough empathy with the whole process that it's okay. So he's proud of me when I get certain That's milestones awesome. that he's gotten already. Like, he's yeah. got stand-up on TV and I haven't mm-hmm. yet, you know? 
Well, I'll be honest. I think you're way funnier. <laughs> well, it's clear. Mm-hmm. And also, do you have friends that aren't? Do you married? <laughs> Lance and Brandon. TJ speaks in some of the weirdest. Uh, I don't even know what tones are like. Do phrases. you think you're like? And also, and by oh, the way, no. while we we're going and around about it, two four. <laughs> it just has these weird. Do you things. have any? Do you guys have any like uh, uh, comedian? Like, uh, do you have any couple friends that like? Since you two are comedians and you're married, I mean, you guys must be hysterical at parties. Oh my god. <laughs> We do goof around a lot at home, but I don't think any more than the average person. I think. Um, but if you guys go to an event where like people don't know you and you're like, oh, we're, we're and they know you're married, like you show up as a couple, yeah. as two humans. Yeah. Do you ever come across where someone's like, oh, what do you do? And you're like, oh, I'm a comedian. Yeah. Looks like someone. And they're like, oh my God. What's really? that like? You must yeah, laugh every life? day. Exactly. And is I agree. I'm like, yeah, we do. Oh, it's hilarious. So oh, I need that. Our bedroom is like a stage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Does he light you before yeah, going to bed? Yeah. I like. Light him when like he's it up. Right. He's got to bring um, three people. <laughs> he's got to bring. It's a bringer show reference for. It is. Um, so yeah, no, but but yeah, I don't know. I wonder how my friends that are. I have enough friends that are comedians that are in couples that I get why it works. I also get why it yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. It's a yes. hard, hard job for anybody to put up with. It's a lot of stress and I agree. It's aggravation, it's stress. And it's patience. It's, yeah. in, you know, believing in someone. The cool thing yeah. is you get to, you kind of, you both know the same struggle, which is cool. Yes. Which is nice because I know Lance has this and so do I with people that you think that aren't comedians or actors or whatever. Yeah. They don't get it when you're trying to explain what you do. They don't get it. Not only do they not get it, it's hard to believe in mad. someone else's dream. Especially oh, yeah, when it hasn't <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Like, I yeah. can imagine. And so, yeah, for me, it makes more sense when someone's a comedian because they they go through it with you. It's just the sad part is you're both broke. More. Yeah. Whereas people who have somebody that's not a performer, maybe they have a nine to five job, sure. or maybe they're a doctor or a See, lawyer. Think, mm. They don't have to have that burden, which I think is great. yeah, they, exactly. And I also think it's cool that like you guys are two successful comedians and two funny people that are married because I I I think in the comedy community, there's a lot of girls with improv or stand up that if you even tr- like they're like uh, I don't date comedians and it's like well, what the f- <laughs> all right well that's because it's but it's always women it's never men it's never guy comes it's women because they're like well I don't need and the reason I think and this is going to be this is going to be controversial well, let's hear it here's the reason I think most women comedians don't want to date other man male comedians is because women want to find a stable man so then they can do comedy and not make money while having a guy pay for everything. Wow. That's, oh, really? I thought it was the reverse. I thought male comics... Jezebel, hello. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, them. I'm also generalizing and doing a bit, but like hello. there's a... I'll so you on, think there's women... A, were, there's a little part of me that makes that... stability. I, I, I find so many women comics that I'm friends with and like people I meet that like will adamantly shut and like I don't know, like off the bat. Yeah. And I'm just like, don't you want to be with someone that has the same... Like actors, I get because I know a lot of women that one of my girlfriends that date actors, they're like, they're, and I believe them that most male actors, like actors are out of their fucking minds. Comedians are out of their minds too, but I think we're more. (laughs) Brendan's face. We're more grounded. He's shocked. But I mean, what do you you think it's the opposite? Because I feel like a lot of female performers I know will shut down immediately like I don't take comedians I don't do it and I'm just like Jesus I agree with you up to that point the only people I've ever heard say I don't date comedians is women who are comics yeah but but I feel like it's never because that I think it's because they've been they're grizzly psychopaths yeah (laughs) (laughs) because the men that they've hooked up with the two that I'm thinking of um, didn't want to commit and didn't want to they weren't in it for the long haul so I think somehow maybe this is a this is an actual difference between women and men in comedy is that women are capable of trying to like shape the quality of life they want but also pursue the career they want 
yeah. then guys will just totally sacrifice the quality of life thing all of it for the career to go yeah. for the career yeah maybe that's true I don't really yeah, I think that's know. pretty true well, it's actually. like a men yeah. and women difference in general I kind maybe. of agree with that for sure yeah I mean I, I'm just generalizing it's just interesting how like you TJ, guys if you want to you say know. you're lonely just <laughs> tell everybody <laughs> he's finding after a woman Abby, do you know do you know any female I do and they would be happy to date oh, I don't think so. men that are performers uh, maybe I think it's cool to date a performer. So I just do think I. it's I've exciting. It. It's know? great. You guys, laugh, all you do is laugh together. You complain about shit together. It's great. When you, I've dated so many people that aren't performers. They just don't get it. I like, forget. I, I haven't dated. I've only dated performers for like the last seven years. So I don't even remember what it's, it's like. All, do you don't remember? It's <laughs> awful. Lance, Lance has dated people that aren't. It's awful. Then why do you have to hang out the bar after a show? Why do you have to hang out with your friends? If you're not doing a show, why are you going yeah. to that club? Yeah, that's it's a like, pitfall. That, there's, there's not there's not believing in your dream and wanting you to pack right. it in because they think <laughs> it's, it's a hobby. Nuts. But then there's also the feeling neglected yeah. which you know I think you guys get and also yeah just someone that's an outsider of comedy does not understand how freaking long the hall is it's yeah. a long it. hall yeah. it's a and lifetime it is it's and a trying lifestyle. to explain that to your family it is a lifestyle yeah. my family's never understood or has always had trouble understanding why I can't take time off to be with them when they're on vacation yeah. if I'm working it's like yeah. what your hours are so flexible come on hang out with us and it's like because my job situation is not the same as your job situation yeah. so it's it's hard and you don't want to let them down but it is different what was the hardest thing about marriage whether it has to do with being comedians or just being people that you find so far the hardest thing with marriage to Luke or just marriage from my, me to, as a person to, to Luke because I, I don't know oh, he's a difficult person both? no I don't um, know. just in general yeah, yeah he, in general. last week we okay. talked about marriage and it didn't record yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 like a 45 minute rant and then TJ yeah. was like hey man uh, you didn't get any of your vocals <laughs> right. And I was like, you know what? It's probably for we, the best. Brendan's, yeah, <laughs> I have some the good stuff, The universe was saying nobody needs did. to hear about I don't it. Need to, you don't need to hear me just right Great producing, really, TJ. I really screwed up last week really bad. TJ just <laughs> one Aww. job. Record the sound. Is it on? 45-minute <laughs> rant. Wow. <laughs> it was bad. Abby got I say the hardest part from our marriage has been him. His, his incessant cheating. Yeah, his right? commitment uh, to my depression. He's been very committed, but I've been going through it. And that is a, I don't know if I could do that for somebody the way he's been there for you think your depression's pretty bad it's getting better but I've I've seen a counselor I've not been on medication you think you in general or this career or both or I happen to know that people in my family have dealt with it so I think it's a little bit hereditary but I also since it's not chemical I think a lot of it is behavioral of just like having self-sabotaging patterns and self-beating yourself whatever that is where you blame yourself for something you didn't even do wrong Anxiety as a result, uh-huh. performance, like trying to get other people's approval has been sure. a big part of it. So anyway, Luke learning to, for one, just be like, I can't deal with you crying every day. Please yeah. get help. And then me finally admitting to doing getting help. Mm. But then also That's tough, me coming out of it feeling like, hey, I know all the answers now and you yeah. have to act right and listen to me the way my therapist does that's not easy because <laughs> then I'm just correcting him every time oh, he talks uh, and I'm you like actually you asked hard, me that man. wrong <laughs> I, I, I'm a believer that everyone should go to therapy I think especially yeah, in New yeah. York but I think every it's to me it's brain exercise just like you go to the gym for your body I think therapy it's, it's good to muscle. talk things out it's a muscle you figure things like at the very at the bare minimum you're stopping to think and yeah. not just rat race your life till you die you and know? not answer it for yourself yeah. you're not like trying to problem solve yeah. you're having 
having an outside opinion, which is and huge. another perspective. Yeah, and you don't do medicate. You didn't so you, and you didn't do medication for depression. You just did it through through therapy. You said right, it's right. I had a prescription. I did not fill it because I wanted to do work first with therapy and That's see great. before That's I can smart. use it. And, yeah. and it's only because I have friends that are on medication who have told me about like There's pros oh, and cons. They don't stay on the same one. They have to change. Yeah. So for me, it's like, well, why don't I hold out as long as possible in yeah. case one doesn't last me forever or whatever. I guess um, this is a good time yeah. for me to tell you guys that I think you're all losers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys need some pills. I That's got That's the guy who needs it the most. <laughs> Are you serious? So anyway. Do you really think I'm a loser? <laughs> no, man. Get out of here. Um, yeah, That's whatever. Good, that you were able to work through it and you feel like you've come out from the other, another side. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have tools now and I'm yeah, using the yeah, tools. Yeah. That's, That's the awesome terminology. I try. It's not easy. It's work. Yeah. I, and my dog just died. Like I lost a job oh, yeah. and my dog died Ooh. and it's holiday season, which is just a depressing yeah. time of year. So, so I'm, ha- yeah, I'm going so through what it right you, what now. Are you, some, okay. So, okay. You just described two things. We're all dealing with the season change, right? Mm-hmm. The, the days are shorter. It's a little colder. It's a little grayer. Yeah. Um, and, and, but that happens to everybody. I, I like the job. There's no job. People die in people's lives. Relationship. What, what do you do? What are some of your tricks you're using now to maybe, uh, you know, boost yourself up? Cause you get up, you're like, ah, oh, fuck all this. Yeah. 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 How, what, how did, what are your tools? Uh, first one is tap into how I'm feeling. I think I, it's easy to like ro- ride past it. Like it's yeah. like, oh, it's raining outside. Oh, well, you know, whatever. It rains. Uh-huh. Stop right there. It's raining outside and it sucks and you're mad about it. So why? it? Why? You know, like deal yeah. with it. Don't just be like, whatever, because because then it just starts to add on like layers. Sure. So just dealing with uh, dealing with that. It's a lot of little things for me, so it's like you also have to make a doctor's appointment. Like, uh-huh. Oh, I don't want to make a doctor's appointment. Sure. Whatever reason, I don't even know why I have trouble doing that. But just making a phone call is difficult. No, sometimes. me too. Me too. Yeah. So whatever. Um. Yeah. So it's like a real little step by step process of check in with yourself. You have a reason to feel this way. It's not weird that you feel this uh-huh. way. Just because mm-hmm. nobody else cares about the rain and you do. It's okay. Yeah. You people care, about the, care about the rain. Though. Some people yeah, do hate yeah, the yeah. rain. It's inconvenient. Listen, I blame it on the rain. <laughs> <laughs> and he has since nineteen ninety two. Yes, I have. <laughs> Blame it on the rain. Sometimes you have to kiss the rain. <laughs> TJ, we're in LA right now. There's been a drought for four years. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so insensitive to the well, Angelinos. I'm very insensitive. But what do you, yeah, your, that's one tool. Yeah, but Check what, in with your feelings. What realize you, they're okay. How, what do you do when you, when you get like maybe the bad news? Like your dog did pass away and the, you, know, you had this job and you no longer have it. it do you just sink in this place like, oh, I'm screwed? I ball, it, I ball and ball. You, you know, I'll you cry, cry and cry and cry. I'll just like smell his blanket and go, my baby. Because yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, then, are, that's a very common life. People have pets that die all the time. Pets yeah. in general yeah. don't live My goldfish, long. 15 yeah. years. <laughs> Still talking about it. Guinness <laughs> Book of World Records. Yeah, so, what, so you cry a lot. And then what, um, so anyway, your, so I'll cry and then I'll get mad at myself for crying because it's uh-huh. like he's just a dog. You can't do anything about you, it. Yeah. So you don't necessarily need to tell yourself he's just a uh-huh. dog. You have to say, he was my dog. I loved him. He's important. Mm-hmm. There's a reason I'm crying. You know, it's just that over and over again. It's it's it, it's exhausting. It's mentally exhausting. You might as well just keep a gratitude journal so that you can just start reading positive. Do you do messages. that? You have a gratitude. No, in theory, I will. Like I have uh-huh. a journal that's dedicated to it, but it's blank. I don't yeah. know. It's hard. It's even hard to write it's in tough. it. It's tough. Yeah, it's hard for me to write in a journal, guys. You don't really want to get into this brain because you're gonna be like, oh, dude. I'll be like, it's hard for me to salt my food. It's hard for me to like lift objects. That's it's what weird. my brain is. What are you talking about? <laughs> it becomes that if I'm really tapping the into it. Difference between you and Lance is Lance tells everyone all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is my brain and I look like I'm not bothered by it yeah, so you, you just happy, assume that's a big difference. can I say that I would rather pick your way <laughs> <laughs> my brain is definitely the worst here I don't want to be here oh. <laughs> no 
I mean, oh, you are so you are, funny. and you're great for it, and that's yeah, why people love spending time with you. So I think, yeah, just everybody being okay with who they are is a big step. So what kind of therapy is it? Is it like psychiatrist? Is it? It's just someone you just talk to. I call her a counselor, but I really don't know what her yeah. credentials are. Cool. She she works at Starbucks. Um. Jesus. <laughs> uh, you just go in and sit for forty five minutes every week. She's on yeah. a break. You just keep ordering. You drinks. only have to order one drink. No, just yeah. one drink. She's like, I snuck you in a Christmas cup. I'm <laughs> actually want Starbucks now. Actually, bro, me too, bro. Oops. Yeah. Did they not sponsor the show? I'm sorry. I mentioned a. Uh, no, Dunkin' Donuts sponsor. does. Oh, well, America yeah. runs yeah, on Dunkin'. Yeah, we no sponsors. Yeah. Guys, okay. can we ever just pause and think about how much we're influenced by advertising? It's incredible. It's upsetting. Here's a really good example. So Lauren listens to this podcast that's yeah. about food, mm-hmm. and they were talking about Domino's, and Lauren was like, I don't know where she's like, I really want Domino's. Oh, yeah. And this is a girl who is like a five-star food snob critic, and she's like, I just really need Domino's. Right. And I was like, you're crazy, dude. Uh. <laughs> just heard it. That's why you want it. She's like, no, 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 I need and it. And it's uh. because Domino's got her when she was a child. You know, like yeah, Saturday yeah. night Early pizza on. party, Domino's. So it just implanted in her brain oh somewhere. Like, gosh. this is good time. Yeah, it's, it's weird, wild, bro. Yeah, it's that why I just have a Coke scary. and a smile. That's all yeah. I don't think we realize, man. <laughs> just do it. It's next level. Yeah. It's always been like that for years. Imagine yeah. they were doing subliminal messages. I think they, they were. were. They were for a while. They Every company is. You think people still they do it? Are. They definitely are. They, they do studies like if you Pepsi? slow down some commercials, Pepsi? like with what? <laughs> what? Did, yeah. you hear, did you hear something? Get out of here! Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? They slow down. If you down slow down commercials, you see what? There's commercials that when you slow them down within certain frames, there's like words like sex. Oh, like I did not know like that. But that's real like, subliminal. That's but, but, what it's so fast. It's so fast because right, a movie or a commercial is frames, right? Yes. It's fr- so in in some frames they'll put just like a word in one or two frames, but it's so quick. Your human eye doesn't recognize it, but your subconscious. Yeah, your brain is quick enough. Yeah, no you're, you're way. Sub- Who did this? Disney. <laughs> I know um, the Disney ones. I thought that. you meant like sweat rolling down a bottle, a cold yeah, yeah, yeah. soda bottle. That yeah. I think is psychological. And that psych- is very oh. psychological. Well, just like just the contextualization of any image that they use. Like, what does this image represent that you're saying? A thousand amazing things. Exactly. Like, it's not just a guy on a horse. It's that's, like <laughs> that's why I don't like new commercials because not only are they doing that images represent stuff but they're like blasting Emotions. you no they're blasting it's like ADD yeah. there was one computer or tablet commercial recently I couldn't even watch it because it was just like a flower blooms a family goes on a roller coaster <laughs> a bird swoops down and I'm like ah what it hurt it hurt my brain that's funny it's too much sorry I follow you I Derail this from Abby's depression. It's okay. I cut no, I cut it was, that's probably off. for the best. I'll just feel bad that I talked about it out loud. Probably a little. Like, oh, I'm gonna re- like. I think my old habit was to rehash it and be like, did I say anything that would be embarrassing? Did I that's say anything I that do. would offend my family? Did I say anything yeah. that would make Luke feel like if you were in the room, he wouldn't have wanted if me you, to say? But that's that's old. Yeah, that's I probably I won't. Okay. I mean, I, I can send you this before we. No, no, no. I think it's fine. I do. I do podcasts and forget about them. All right, good. Yeah, because nobody's listening. They just go on the internet. They just go on the ether world down the feed yep AOL well. just go down the feed but we talked about the, the we, we kind of hit on this before we started recording we were talking about the tricks of your memory and I think that as memories being tricks that aren't even true and I think that nothing is more untrue than your analyzation of what just happened <laughs> like <laughs> nothing is more not real true or even accurate okay, and I heard this awesome talk recently about the speaker saying how like we spend so much time guessing what another person thinks feels uh-huh. has to say yeah. and okay, she's like cool. you would be a 
astonished about how many times you're wrong and they don't care. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. indifferent. You they're not thinking about all of you. the. And it's it's all unnecessary. Coca-Cola. None of it needs to be there. That and it, and none. I used to have Zero. a lot of anxiety Pepsi. before and after a show so much that I would only remember the parts where I bombed. Like I would just train yeah. myself to like, okay, what'd you do wrong? Okay, right. and this is my coping mechanism of like, now that you've pointed out your flaws, nobody else can, so you know you're on top of it. Uh-huh. But. But then Luke would be like, what about that applause break? And I was like, nobody applauded, you know? Wow. So I would block out what was good. So wow. now I'm trying to live in the moment. I'm trying to be present. It really makes stand-up enjoyable. I can't believe I went that many years of just not enjoying it and just being like, putting blinders on during the show. And now I can actually like, yeah, I'm just having a good time. And and if uh-huh. I can be okay with the silence, and there's a lot of silence for me. But I really want to work on my pacing. A lot of that comes from experience, though, because when you're young, yeah. you're just trying to hold on to anything. Yeah. And now you're like, fuck this show in Bushwick for 12. It doesn't yeah. matter if I eat it. Like It, I, cause you it have, doesn't matter, but you still, I still think it's important to do come well. from a point of, yeah, not just wanting to do well, but wanting them to have a good time. Like, make it sure. less about, I like it less about myself now, and it's not about glorifying that's great. I love me. That. Sure. Yeah, that's great. It's a service I'm providing. That's I'm what I do, yeah. entertain that's these great. people. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah. And that you way want, you don't hate them as much. No, you just want to go, Evan has a good, like a Bud Light, a crisp, cool Bud Light, and just watches the show. <laughs> well, great. that takes the Jenny? pressure off you when you think about, because when you worry about me, or am I sweating? Did I mess the words up there? That big comic in the back watching, do they not like it? Do they not, you know, but when you put it about someone else, you're like, okay, how can I best make these people laugh, because life can be hard for people. That's why I view it mm-hmm. and then you don't really worry about yourself as much because you're yeah, not worried about and those little things don't even matter it's like so what if you were sweating what does that mean yeah why is that bad uh-huh. and why is that the worst thing in the world also think about your of interpretation of a comic set like you're never thinking <laughs> nah, as <I> hard <laughs> or as yeah. bad yeah, as you're you not are scrutinizing about yeah they, they respect it and if you're sweating just use degree it's anti-first <laughs> <laughs> that's it it's easy oh yeah. by the way yes. I am really into non-anti-perspirants like just deodorant yeah me too I started doing that Kind with essential oils. Oh, I don't do that. What, what do you like? A roll-on? Uh, I like. Oh no, I don't know the brands. Avalon Organics. I go to TJ Maxx and I get whatever's three ninety-nine. All right. Oh, that store has so many good savings and great locations. It do. It does. All right. So what were you saying? Huh? You don't like? Uh, uh, I just I, I, usually what I found. I found a trick. If you take water and oregano and you smash it in your hand yes? and use it, yeah, it works. <gasps> really? That's huge. It's oregano oil. Are, Are you, you kidding? Because that yeah, sounds kidding. real. Don't, don't, oh, that sounds don't do real. That. Just what do you do with smell, Parmesan cheese? TJ already smells like a pizza. I already smell like a pizza. Is that what you're saying? smells like a fucking loaf of crazy bread. Little Caesars. Don't you ever call me crazy again. From Little Caesars? Their delivery is very fast. That's a character TJ breaks out once every three podcasts. Crazy bread. The angry bus driver. Oh, yeah, that's right. Lance knows me like a book from Barnes & Noble. Oh, what happened? Into Barnes and Noble. Um, uh, they but okay, uh, one more like thing about, okay, okay. about the set thing. What? Okay, so think back. Like think back to when you're 20. Yeah. Think back to your 20 year old memories. Think about how abstract and they're spotty, right? You can't. There's not a lot of details in your 20 year old memories or your 15 year old memory. Like do you, you don't have the thick, detailed, oriented brain about memories that we do now. My point okay. is, is that in 10 years, that's exactly how you're going to feel about right now. That's scary. Yeah. That's no, like thinking you're going to get Alzheimer's no, and no, not remember the loved ones. I don't think that's ones. scary. What I'm, what I think ultimately what I'm trying to say is, is none of it really matters. And then eventually you're going to be 80 and it's all going to float away anyway. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> I hear true, you. That, some, that gives some people peace. But that's that more the truth anxiety. than you're worrying. That's way more the truth than I screwed this up yeah. I, and I do it too. Yeah. And I've done it so many we times. All do. I used to have like I used to shake myself awake from bad sets. Oh, yikes. <laughs> I used to like wake up and have like oh, a TST like when I first oh, started, dude. 100%. That happened to me like four oh, times. I've had scary. those. 
But what I'm saying is that eventually that will all wa- wash away. Like yes. it just will. That's true. Yeah, you, hindsight's twenty twenty. That's what makes you realize, oh, okay, I don't have to worry about this because I've learned from the past that yeah, I'm not going to care. This moment will I'm not gonna fade care. in yeah. a good way. I mean, just, oh, yeah. Well, just buy yourself a nice Canon 6420 megapixel and take some pictures. Am I right, <laughs> Am I right Lance? Sure, man. They're worth a thousand words. <laughs> Guys, uh, this, yeah. My speech I just gave is a dashboard confessional song. It's oh, a, Jesus Christ. It's a good it's a good point of view. They say live in the now. I should keep a gratitude journal. I want to learn to live in the now. And those are my things I'm working on. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, positivity. And, and cut yourself a break, dude. That's number one. Break. And what do you do? What do you do, Lance? Do you want to? Well, yeah, we already kind of hit that. Kind of hit the question. Yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. that's my. That's a tool I use after shows is to have a balanced perspective. So I can't just think. If I think about the negative, just which is negative, totally fine. Yeah. Also, now it's like my job to actively remember positive things that happen. Uh, so I'll good. be like, I didn't trip over the mic cord, and then it'll get more positive. Like, sure, oh yeah, that yeah. one person doubled over. You know, uh-huh. balance. I don't it's ever a tool. do that. I just go, oh fuck that. It's a tool. Comedians in general do that. That we're known for, um, you know, you could have a forty-five minute set, crush it, but have a joke that didn't do well and be uh-huh. upset. Like oh, I didn't, I don't know what happened to that acorn joke. Just uh, I was trying. Why do I keep telling yeah, it? Yeah, comedians it never are known for doing that. You know, it's weird. Oh, comedians have, uh, you know, like a skewed. We in general we'll have a skewed view of things. I feel like that's mm. kind of why you do this. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's part of who you are. Yeah, you're like ultra observant. You're maybe a little bit yeah. more sensitive than others. That's fine. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Comedians are all different, so that's true. I mean, it is funny that I just love the art form. I can't. I don't find some. I don't think I'm excellent at it, but I really, really like the liberty that it gives you the most. Like it's you're the, the director. You're I think you're writer. great at it, but also you. this business doesn't matter if you're great at it. That's yeah. the great thing about <laughs> that's it. The beauty. You can be mediocre and be a fucking superstar, and you can be great and have no career. That's, yeah, that's but I think the, some people really take to a career because they happen to excel at it. But for me, for the most part, art form has to do more with just enjoying it, the process, yeah, that's great. and what it what it is, and the people involved in it. Yeah, that's awesome for sure. Yeah. So what else? No, is there no ad, TJ. I thought he'd be like, huh? Oh, what? No advertising? Newport oh, tastes sorry. good no, like I a was, cigarette should. I was on my Samsung Galaxy S checking my email. <laughs> <laughs> Were you checking Yahoo Mail? I was checking my Yahoo Mail. Yahoo. Thank you, Lance, and my Gmail. Guys, let's make a GIF of this whole thing. <laughs> this is called a GIF. GIF called is GIF. funny. can't believe GIF, GIF isn't a brand butter. name yet. GIF. Let's get it. GIF? Yeah, um, GIF is not a brand name, but it should be. Wait, so what What do you have? Uh, what are your next plans going forward? The next what, thing you'll what, see. What are you trying to get going on here? You'll see me at the pit with yeah. Tweet Yourself on December 16th, December 7 o'clock. 16th. Great, Sign buddy. up. Love it. And I'll be on season three of Broad City. Ooh, yeah. Comedy Central. That's, That's a so big good, deal. Dude. Congrats. People love, I love that show. Abby and Alana. They're wonderful women, and I'm glad to be a part of their show. I think I, they're doing great. Yeah, I love them, man. They're, That's awesome. They're great. I'm and, really happy yeah. for them. And you'll see, hopefully, you'll see me in commercials and on your internet. I like to seep into people's subconscious. The internet's where it's at. Both these commercials days. and internet. It's all going to be internet. In the next three years, it's all going to be TV. I don't know. Internet's not going anywhere. But yeah, TVs. I think people still want a bigger screen. Yeah, in the they house. like the but bigger screen. But I think that but what you're saying is it's all going to just melt. It's all going to be con- yeah. It's going to be content everywhere. The networks. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you could get. I'm, well, yeah. Yeah. A good I point. mean, HBO did. The- <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. HBO did it with the whole. Uh, you know, you don't have to have cable to have HBO. Yeah. Go. yeah. I mean, if everyone does that, you're, why do you want cable to watch? Re- Here's the thing: if everyone does those little apps like Netflix, Hulu, yeah. and all that stuff, and HBO, what my what I think will happen is it'll soon start destroying shitty reality television to where it's like it already is. No, it already, yeah. yeah where it's Wait, like, what do you mean? Where to where reality TV won't exist anymore? It's already happening. Good, sure. great. Yeah. I don't mind shows where it's like, but why? Why won't it? 
Oh, because TV. no one, there no be one will be watching TV. cable. Uh-huh. You're not gonna want to. You're not gonna get true TV apps so you can watch, like you know, uh, American pawn gotcha. gamblers or something like that. <laughs> oh, you so mean, that's gonna, the stuff you think is You mean like away. like because I think people that are watching that shit is because they ha- they pay for cable. Projecting. And it's on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I they think what's cable, next. They pay for cable. on. They're like whatever. Versus like. They'll have to go out of their way to get like a Roku box, sign up, pay the bill. It's like they're not going to – that show is such an unimportant th- – no one buys DVDs of fucking <laughs> Pawn, DVDs. Um, yeah, Pawn Stars, like season one through eight DVDs. Like they, they yeah, sell you'll them. see Duck Dynasty DVDs at Rite Aid in the clearance. Yeah, That's no hilarious. one buys those seasons because you watch them once, you don't get, you're done. You're like, all right. Yeah. yeah. So there's no sustainability for it. So I think like if it moves to app – and it's just – listen, fingers crossed – that Hulu and Amazon and Netflix keep doing original programming and not go, well, we can get a bunch of jerk-off reality people. I mean, fingers right, right, crossed. Right. Fingers crossed. <laughs> That's all I say. Hey, uh, TJ. <laughs> TJ, your phone's ringing. It's for you to be an American Pawn Stars. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you'd be like, yes. I'm going to take that call. American Pawn Dog But it's already, it's already happening. You're saying, but I say, when, when Netflix and Hulu... It's already the, happening. When those companies yes. start doing reality... What, they're I doing reality? there's been a huge decline. No. However, decline however right. may I please interject? Yes. I believe the future is in the YouTube children. I th- and those are reality stars. I think people oh, are now saying you got you that. built your own that's a really audience. Good point. Okay. You cut out the middleman of the PR and you built your own audience. Money. So now we're gonna give you whatever that's you want. That's a great point. True. That's the new form of reality. That's really true. But they'll yeah. work for less money. Oh, it's gonna be a scary. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but I'd rather I'd rather have to physically go to some idiot you know kid that blows up balloons and pops them and and goes. <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> that idiot have his own channel that's not forced on me that like some his fans go to versus like me being like great now this is part of my lineup. Well, that's it. Thank that's you been, for having me. Right, we've had a great time. Thank, Thank you, Abby, so much. You guys are much. awesome. This was great. Uh, Abby Kirchhoff, how do they find you on Twitter? It's at... Curly Comedy. Could you spell it just for people like Lance? C-U-R-L-Y-C-O-M-E-D-Y. It's Excellent. a good time. I tell a lot of jokes there. Yeah, she's very good on Twitter. So follow her on Twitter. And you're on Instagram, too? Same thing. Yeah, you are, because I follow you. Curly Comedy on Instagram. And Vine. Abby Crutchfield on Man, Vine. all of it. Abby Crutchfield. A-B-B-I... C-R-U-T-H-F-E-L-D. Almost. C-R-U-T-C-H-F-I-E-L-D. Crutchfield. Crutchfield, like it sounds, word. TJ. Not a G. F-O-F-E-I-L-D. F-I-E-L-D. I before E, except after C. Well, definitely after C. We just talk about letting him go. Crutchfield. Next time. Yeah, so Abby Crutchfield, you can find her on Facebook. You keep her Check out her for gigs and all shows. Thank you guys so much. So be well. Drink Pepsi. Yep. Bye. Peace. Drink Pepsi. Drink, drink Pepsi. Go to GandhiShow.com for show dates and more. And follow us on Twitter at Gandhi Show. Lance Weiss, Brendan underscore Fitz, and TJ Del Reno. 